Can we talk about our defense, please, for just one moment? For just one moment, can we take a moment and ask ourselves, are we really as secure as a nation as we like to think? Yesterday, the federal government announced a major investment into North American Aerospace Defense Command, better known as NORAD. The defense minister announcing a $4.9 billion investment. Here's Defense Minister Anita Anand. Our task as a government is to protect the lives of Canadians. And in order to do that, we need to have modernized systems in place. We need to meaningfully contribute to NORAD and continental defense writ large. All right, the question is, I think, for a lot of people, what, wait a second, what does this NORAD thing actually do? What are they tasked? What is it tasked with? What kind of capabilities does it have to talk more about it? I'm very pleased to welcome to the program Dr. Andrea Charon, Associate Professor and Director of the Center for Defense and Security Studies at the University of Manitoba. Welcome. Thank you for the invitation. $4.9 billion. It's a lot of money. Sounds like a lot of money. I guess the big question is, is it enough? Well, I think that's a really good question, and it does sound like a lot of money, but um, this is playing catch up from years of not paying enough attention to what is continental defense, and that's the joint defense of not only Canada, but Alaska and continental U.S., and so it's a mix of needing new technology, new infrastructure, new ways to organize personnel, and there are a whole basket of issues in there, hence the price tag. What has the war in Ukraine uh, taught us about, you know, the capabilities of NORAD and how they might be obsolete? Well, I think it's made it painfully clear that all states can be at risk of attack. And I think here in North America, especially because we are twinned with whom we thought was the most powerful state in the world, that we were sort of immune. We have three oceans. We're directly attached to the U.S. We were safe. And the vicious attack by Russia against Ukraine has shown that uh, all bets are off, that states and non-state actors, for a variety of reasons, will resort to force. What does it tell us about the technology and, and what our surveillance capabilities are right now? Mm -hmm. So our main source of surveillance capabilities in the north is the North Warning System, which is a series of long and short range radars that were developed with 1970s technology and put in place in the early 1990s. But back then, we had a particular threat vector in mind. So we were still thinking about the Cold War. So the assumption was it would be Soviet bombers traveling at a certain speed and distance. Well, you fast forward to 2022, and we have all sorts of new threats coming at us. Some are highly sophisticated, this new um, series of hypersonic weapons that can travel very, very quickly and are maneuverable. We still have cruise missiles as a threat, but we also have other threats um, that are not as high tech, but highly effective. So when you think about disinformation campaigns and cyber attacks, those two can be very effective and not necessarily high tech. 
how would NORAD, and I know NORAD has kind of been brought into sort of alerting us about this, but how, how do they protect against that kind of threat? So NORAD's mandate is to protect its own uh, computer and um, systems and, and infrastructure. But what greater surveillance and what we call domain awareness will bring us is hopefully advanced warning about potential attacks in a variety of domains. So looking at what's happening in space, looking what's happening on the water, on the land, in the air. And so you're right that NORAD doesn't have the direct responsibility for protecting Canada's internet services, but having more information and also the ability to share this information with allies and partners and receive information from allies and partners means we'll get more advanced warning of all sorts of different forms of attack. Let's circle back to the price tag, if we can, $5 billion. Uh, we have some details about how that will be spent, but then there's also this $40 billion over the next two decades number, but that seems to be much more vague. What's your reaction to that? Well, I think it's a reflection that we are doing this in conjunction with the United States. We don't know, for example, how much the United States is paying. And generally speaking, they pick up the lion's share of the tab. So it'll be interesting to see their contributions. It's also recognition that we need to make sure that we have negotiations with the Indigenous peoples, especially if we're talking about putting in place new sensors on their land. They have the right to be involved in that decision-making. They have a right to um, benefit from those services and negotiations take time. So I think, you know, I would always like more details, but I think it's a reflection of having to negotiate with several uh, different actors and, and, and that takes time. The other thing is, in some cases, the technology that we're hoping to use, including artificial intelligence and in the future, um, quantum computing, we haven't fully developed yet. So there's an aspect of technology that hasn't quite yet been developed or is ready for, to be operationalized. And hence, I think a little bit of the caginess in terms of timing. Andrea, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you. That is Dr. Andrea Charon, who is Associate Professor and Director of the Center for Defense and Security Studies at the University of Manitoba, talking about the upgrade to NORAD and what we need to do to protect this country. I think she's absolutely correct. We have this kind of smug security about us, like, yeah, we're good. We're good. Nobody's, nobody's going after the U.S. and we're just right over here. We'll be fine. I think that is somewhat naive, and I think you probably do, too, if you're thinking about it.